Now, on the subject of what's just happened in Russia, infamous Russian mercenary boss Yevgeny Prigozhin has reportedly died in a plane crash. The Wagner Group leader's name was listed on the manifest of a private jet that crashed north of Moscow. Prigozhin was a major supporter of President Vladimir Putin until just a couple of months ago when he attempted a revolt. Matthew Sussex is an associate professor at the Griffith Asia Institute, and he's with us now. Hey, Matthew. Hey, how's it going? I'm very well, thank you. Do you reckon he's dead? Look, I do, yes. Um, I think we've got a report from the Russian Civil Aviation Bureau with a passenger manifest that's got his name on it. We've got wreckage uh, of a plane. We've got uh, Russian Wagner telegram channels saying he's dead. Uh, I think it's fair enough to assume that uh, Prigozhin has met his end. Were you surprised it took so long to get him? Uh, Absolutely. Um, And most people were were very surprised he, he remained unmurdered um, but that, you know, I think tells you something about the Russian state, the the just assumption that even if you're given a guarantee of your safety, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. No, nobody believed it. Do you think he really believed it? Uh, look, he, he perhaps started to believe it because he was posting videos of himself from Mali saying that uh, Wagner was back in business and that was, uh, you know, continuing to recruit new people. And he got on a plane with the co-founder of Wagner, a guy called Dmitry Utkin, um, which perhaps in hindsight was a very silly thing to do because what's happened now is that, that the Wagner top brass has been completely eliminated. Yeah, what happens to Wagner from here, do you reckon? It's interesting. Um, it, it remains very important for Russia in sub-Saharan Africa where it's you know got a lot of, of, of work to do in terms of shoring up basically anti-Western governments there. Uh, and pro-Russian ones, um, but Russia's gone on a kind of spree of constructing new private military companies, and it may well be that uh, one of the existing ones will now uh, step into the breach that Wagner's left. Does this benefit or not Ukraine? Um, it's hard to tell. Um, I think on, on balance it probably does benefit a little bit Ukraine, not in mm. operational terms, because um, Wagner hasn't been involved in the fighting since June um, and really getting effectively getting rid of the leadership just means that you've got rid of you know, some troops potentially who could be used in a sort of command way for, for offensive operations. But realistically, I don't think it matters a whole lot. Where it does matter is that there's likely to be a continued purge of the armed forces for Wagner sympathisers um, and that will have an effect on on Russian army morale and the ones who are most likely to be targeted are the ones that have combat experience in Ukraine. Uh, and that's bad news for the Russian army. Hey, what about Putin? Is he safe now? Um, it, You know, it would look on the surface as though he's safe. But in actuality, I think that this is going to make him look a bit more vulnerable um, because basically his regime has a, a sort of self-defeating um, part to it. And that's if you rule by fear, uh, the politics of terror means that eventually people who are going to be the targets of your purges, because normally they take the blame for your mistakes, uh, are going to look to change the rules of the game. And I think that's what Prigozhin has done. I think he's set in motion something that might take a while, but probably will have important implications for, for Putin's future. Hey, good stuff, Matthew. Thank you for talking us through that. That's Matthew Sussex, Associate Professor at the Griffith Asia Institute. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.